please stop diving. That's not going to get you the long-term results you're looking for. Ultimately, everybody wants long-term results. Like, whoever says, I want to lose 10 pounds for my wedding and gain it all back the week after. No one. <laughs> Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community wherever you may be listening. Today, we're going to be talking about dieting. <laughs> so it recently occurred to me that so many people believe in dieting, which is why they don't start to begin with. So I'm going to bust some myths. I want to tell you about our philosophy, how we teach people how to see results without dieting. That's my guarantee. Sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so you know when you do, you've done, excuse me, you've done something for so long, you don't realize you're doing it? I was listening to this one individual and, and he said that, that he had this specific way of filling gyms. Like he'd run ads and then he'd get people in the door then he was really good at selling and that was like his system and he was really successful at gym so he went from one gym to six gyms in a relatively short amount of time and then a lot of gym owners were coming to him and asking him like what is he doing and he's like what do you mean what am i doing i'm doing what everyone else is doing and he didn't realize that so many gym owners were struggling to find ways to fill their gyms and like it's the gym business is so difficult it's like I, I started in the gym business as a personal trainer not owning a gym and I've thought about in the past I still kind of think about it <laughs> but owning I'm so glad I didn't go down that road especially earlier in my career but the truth is is that it's one of the hardest in industries out there because of the it's a low entry rate most people don't pay much to show up at a gym and then they don't they don't last long and that's the problem like that's one of the biggest problem with gyms in general is that with anything in general if there's a low entry rate if there's not a whole lot to invest like if you're not investing a lot financially you're not investing a lot emotionally which means there's a good chance you're not going to stick around for the long haul and that's i mean in my opinion that's one of the biggest issues with gyms in general which why the health industry is broken and i'm not just talking about health care i'm talking about gyms i'm talking about personal training there's a lot of things that we have issues around to help people stay healthy and then of course you could look at farm the pharmaceutical industry which controls health care as well probably for another subject but i just thought it was interesting that he was be, he was so successful at filling gyms he didn't realize it right and and for us i it's just become so apparent that everyone feels like they have to diet like to see results you have to fast or to see results you have to jump on a paleo diet or a keto diet or atkins diet, whatever it is they're all diets and i feel like we've been teaching we call it lifestyle which isn't all that appealing it's not all that sexy people are like ooh, changed my lifestyle so we've changed our verbiage as the years went on but the truth is is that we don't teach people how to diet <laughs> We teach people how to uh, make small adjustments in their lifestyle so they can continue to see results. So my question is, how would you feel if you could 
join a program, not diet, and see results. I think that would be amazing. And that's what we do. We just didn't know that that's what we did because I didn't realize so many other, well, well, not so many, everyone does a diet. And then like every, I'm talking about business industry, they they suggest doing diets. The problem with dieting is that it's not long-term. And if it's not long-term, it's not going to offer sustainable changes. And that's our thing. Like that's 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 our jam. That's our bread and butter. That's what we do is teach people how to see sustainable results that last forever. That's been our tagline for years now. And like I said, it's it's so interesting to find out that a lot of people don't join any type of program at all because they feel like they have to diet. And when you're dieting, it's a different mindset. It's a mindset based around lack and what you can't have instead of all the things that you can have. And we started this years ago with my book called Detoxify Yourself. You can find that at trueformlife.com if you like. But we teach people how to slowly add more food to their diet. And that's the thing is that so many people feel like they have to be food deprived. And the problem is, is that we're, we're really nutrient deprived. So if you don't get the nutrients your body needs, everything is out of whack. Your body doesn't get the, the amount of calories it should be having. Clean calories, of course. I'm not talking about empty calories like cheeseburgers or muffins. I'm talking about clean calories. So we're calorie and nutrient deprived. So Sorry, let me take a step back. You're not calorie deprived if you're eating 3,000 calories in cheeseburgers. <laughs> Those are empty calories. That's nutrient deprived. And a lot of people are nutrient deprived not just because of the quality of food, but because of the lack of the food that they're consuming. So if you're having, like most people we deal with or we start having conversations with and, and having um, having different conversations and learning about how they live and what they do and what they need, in most cases, people don't have breakfast in the morning. So maybe a coffee in the morning, a snack or a muffin, sometimes a smoothie or a shake, not so much a sh smoothie, but just a shake without all the macronutrients you need. And then a lot of people have a big lunch around one o'clock and then they deal with the afternoon crash because their body's like, how am I supposed to process all this food? There's no possible way. So your body basically shuts down. It goes straight to your digest. All your energy goes straight to your digestive system and it starts trying to break down that food. In most cases, it's heavy foods like pasta or steak or things that aren't necessarily easy to digest. So you deal with that afternoon crash from your body going your body's energy going to that digestive tract trying to break down that food and put it in the proper compartments of where it should go and then from one till six that's another five hours of um no food and then you have a big supper and then we sit on the couch for the rest of the evening scrolling through a news feed or scrolling through your favorite online streaming platform watching movies and binge watching tv shows and then we wonder why we don't have energy one of the biggest reasons we don't have energy is because we don't move our body the best way to increase your energy is to move your body. And I don't care if that's a workout or a walk around the block to get some fresh air. We have to move our body, which we don't do, unfortunately. But let me come back to where we're at with the whole nutrition aspect is that for when you when you when we talk about not dieting, I was talking about detoxify yourself and that we slowly start to implement different types of food. So you're actually eating more food, which is the problem there is that it's counterintuitive. Most people believe that if you eat more food, you're going to gain weight. And that's simply not true. If you eat more low-quality foods, you'll gain more weight. But we teach people how to eat whole foods, plant-based foods, 
more rounded foods. We believe in the four macronutrients, which are uh, fiber slash antioxidants, protein, carbs, and fats. A well-balance of each. We're not centered on one. You often hear people say, oh, I got to have more protein in my diet. A lot of people are protein obsessed. And then they got to have more protein and then it's the opposite for carbs and fats. I got to have less carbs. I got to have less fats. When, in my opinion, you need all four macronutrients to see the most results. So the problem is with not eating very often is that, well, I just talked about low energy, but the other one is is digestion. So a lot of people deal with digestion issues and that's because your body, like your food, your your digestive tract is better off when you have more nutrients going in your body on a regular basis. So your body, so your internal organs are being utilized. They're digesting, they're absorbing, they're moving, flowing, breaking down. So that's what we usually hear from people when they do like, oh, I'm not a breakfast person. I don't eat breakfast. And I say, well, how long has it been since you ate breakfast? And like, oh, I haven't eaten breakfast for years, 10, 15, 20 years. And then they go down and they and they try to have like a whole breakfast, like bacon and eggs and toast and hash browns. And then they're like, oh, I can, the breakfast isn't for me. I can't do that. And, and I say, well, maybe you want to ease into it, right? Like we believe in smaller steps, which are sustainable steps. So if you're go if you haven't had breakfast for years, maybe you have a chia, like a nice, easy, digestible chia seed breakfast. That's on our website as well, if you're interested in that recipe. But or you can use. Of course, you can use Google search search engine. But at any rate, um, going from nothing, that's what, and you know, we hear that I'm, on, I'm an all or nothing person. You got to go from nothing to everything. And then I say, how has that worked out for you? Like I just had a, a coaching call this morning and they just, we just got, we just got them starting to move and, and be more active. So we're working on three days a week before we implement anything else. And they're like, you know what? I'm feeling really good. I got three days a week down. It's only been a week. And like, I'm going to do two more days. So I got five days of activity and I'm like, whoa, let's not get too excited. And don't get me wrong. It's great. I love it when people are inspired and excited and ready to go. The problem is that's not sustainable. We have to slowly implement. That's the same thing as like, you see those TV shows where they like grab a garbage bag and like dump everything in the, everything from the fridge in the garbage bag, everything in the pantry. And they're going, oh, we're getting you on track. That doesn't last. It lasts as long as a TV show lasts for a day or for a week, whatever it is. And then they go back to the regular lifestyle because they don't have any tools to slowly implement that or they haven't made any adjustable lifestyle changes to turn that into a reality. And the problem with that is like their reality. The problem with that is it's so easy to go back. Like it's so easy to try something and then go back to our regular lifestyle, which has brought us to unhealthy, lack of energy, um, body weight, like extra body weight that we've been hanging on to for years. And then we try a program that works and they were like, nah. Then we come up with an excuse why it's not going to work. Eh, it costs too much. I'd rather go on a trip. Or it's uh, too much time, even though we teach you how to have more time in your day. And when you exercise or you're more active, you have more energy. So you're able to do more things. But our brain just automatically goes to that lack or that negative of all the things that we have have to gain from any kind of nutrition program exercise program or one that embodies every single aspect that you need which are the three pillars of exercise nutrition and accountability those things like we absolutely need it doesn't matter if you're in business and you want to stay on track with reaching your goals of hundred thousand dollars a month a million a year whatever it is that you want to obtain you have a coach that sets out a plan and helps you stay on track 
So each week you have a call, each month you have a call, whatever it is, and you make sure that you're staying, someone's helping you stay on track with everything that you've set your sights on. And so coming back to nutrition here is that when you don't have someone helping you out with those three pillars, we usually get lost. We usually fall off track. That's where the where I was talking about our healthcare and gyms and trainers. Like though that system doesn't work. Like just think about it. How many times, like how many of you had our listeners right now have had a personal trainer that didn't last more than a couple weeks or a couple months? A lot. <laughs> I gotta tell you. And it's not just I would say so I would and I know what the turnover is like. So I was a personal trainer for years. That's how I started my business. So I was fitness classes, personal training. And then I, I knew the turnover was high. So you had to always keep getting in more clients. And then and someone could say, well, maybe you weren't a very good personal trainer then. And, and then I would say, well, that could very well be. <laughs> Let's be real. But the truth is that I know a handful of gym owners, personal trainers, and, the, and they all say the same thing. Like the turnover is high because it's usually low entry. A lot of people feel like they just need to get started and they don't have the accountability after or the direction after. And then... You, so you don't have a community to keep you on track. You don't have that extra support. You don't have some an expert continuing on with you and, and creating more plans and helping you get over obstacles. And those are the things that we really need to succeed. So I want to I'm going to circle back to to nutrition. I'm just going to keep coming back to nutrition. That's what we're talking about here. Is is in particular is not having to diet. And that's the biggest issue is these diets that we try for a week and we see results. So we try for a month and we're like, oh, that's great. Those diets don't show those sustainable results that we're looking for. So we continue to yo-yo diet. And everyone, yo if you're going to diet, you're a yo-yo dieter because everyone tries something. And that's the problem. Like that's the problem when we see those instant results is that we always want to see instant results. We see a little bit of success with that weight or that or that weight loss or dropping inches, trying a diet, and then it stops working eventually because if it didn't stop working, it wouldn't be a diet. It eventually stops working. And then we're like, uh, I got to try something else. So then we bounce over to another diet and like, uh, that showed me instant results or short, showed me results in a short amount of time. And then the results stop. So you stop with that program. And then after maybe a couple of weeks or a couple of months, you try another diet. So we're all the problem is, is that we're always yo-yo dieting up and down and your weight fluctuates and it's not very good for you physically. It's not great for you emotionally. And th- th- those issues from the yo-yo dieting is causing more internal issues than we could possibly imagine, which is why we don't believe in them. A lot of people will come to me and say, hey, what do you think of fasting? And I said, you know what? Fasting definitely has its benefits. But I don't believe in it for the average person for sustainable results. Because most people aren't going to fast for the rest of their life. That's all there is to it. And we want to teach people ways and tools. And they want we want to give people a whole toolbox of different ways to help them see benefits or see results for the rest of their life. And that's like scary to people. Like, oh my gosh, for the rest of my life, I couldn't imagine doing anything for the rest of your life. And you're like, then you pro- then I'm like, you probably shouldn't have got married then, <laughs> right? We we should be committed to something. Like, in, in most cases, we are so short minded when it comes to commitment. Like, oh, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna sign up for that, but I'm gonna bail after a couple weeks. I'm like, you signed up for it, you committed. You should stick with it for the long haul because you made that commitment to yourself. You made that commitment to your coach, whoever it is. 
is that you were set up with a plan to continue to see results. And if you're not seeing those results in a short amount of time, that doesn't mean the program isn't working. That means you have to refine what you're doing. You have to continue to put in more effort. You have to find new ways to be motivated, more challenges, deeper conversations with your coaching calls. It's all closely relinked. It's all very well related. But the problem is, is that we're so hell-bent on um, just jumping from one program to the next, one diet to the next, yo-yoing back and forth. Even though you can see results on one, we don't want to stick to it because those results aren't aren't as much. They seem to take longer with time. And we're not committed. Like as a society, we're not committed to doing the things that we say we're going to do. And I feel like that's a shame. It really is. Because honestly, like it sounds cliche or it sounds like, you know, like my word is my bond, right? Like you, if you're not true to yourself, if you say things to yourself and set aside everyone else for a moment, I think it's important for you to do what you say and say what you do in any aspect of life. But the problem is, is that we lie to ourselves all the time. Like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to join this program and I'm going to stick with it. And then in a couple of weeks, you're like, meh, I'm not going to stick with this anymore. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. And that's the problem is that we don't commit to ourselves, which means if you're not going to commit to yourself, you're probably not going to commit to anyone else. And then you leave people hanging like you're supposed to go on a, you're supposed to book an appointment. You're supposed to hang out with friends. You're supposed to throw a party. You're supposed to be there for the party, whatever it is. We don't have that long-term commitment, which I, which I really want to believe used to be a thing. Like, you know, you used to shake someone's hand. Like that deal was made on a handshake. I really like that. I feel like, like I wish that was a th- that wasn't a thing of the past. I wish that was a thing that we could continue to do because your word means something. And unfortunately, your word doesn't really mean anything these days. Let's take, let's be real. You a lot of times people say something and then completely change their mind. We see it at the top level with in quotations leaders. Like you see politicians all the time. Like. Sure, they can change their mind. I'm okay with that. Maybe after a few years, they want to change their mind and they have a different mindset. I have a different mindset myself. But if you look at different leaders, like you look at the business owner of a company, they can't completely change their mind or their values or their morals or the direction of the business. And if they do, that business usually goes under, it gets flipped or it gets flipped upside down or the quality completely or drastically changes and that business likely doesn't last for very much longer. You look at our politicians and they say one thing in a sentence and the next sentence or the next day they say something completely different. And it's absolutely bizarre to me because I believe you should say what you do and do what you say. And that's it. That's it. There's the, that's the bottom line is if you're going to say something, you should do it. Otherwise, don't say it. So if we look at these leaders in our world of possibly um, something to look up to, <laughs> or at least to set a precedence, then they should be held accountable to the words that they say too. And it's the same thing with the kid, like with kids. Like I remember when I was younger, we had parents that our parents or family members that would say, don't say what I, what would they say? Don't do what I say. I don't know what it was. It was something along the lines of do what I say, not what I do. That's what it was. And I'm like, that's not how the world works. Like our, our kids, or our children, they replicate our actions, not necessarily our words. And oh my gosh, words is a different thing. Like if you're constantly yelling at your kid or your pet and you like, your tone is always the same. Like yeah, I'm, I'm doing a bunch of research around sales and I'm kind of deep into it. And though your tonality is 
always what people pay attention to. Like if you slowly talk and be clear with each word, that makes it sound like it's more important, right? That's not how people talk on a regular basis, but there are certain segments where you can slowly talk to make sure things are more important or to make sure your words sound more important. But then you have these people that are always yelling at their kids. They're always yelling at their pets and their tonality is always the same. So nothing sounds more important. Usually if you, you talk like this on a regular basis, and then if you yell, it sounds like maybe a bit scary or intimidating for a kid or for a pet, or like it's more important. But if you're yelling all the time, then that child, that pet, I think there's so many, <laughs> so many similarities between kids and pets how we parent or how we train our dogs. <laughs> and that probably sounds funny to most people, especially if you're not a dog lover. But at any rate, tonality is super important. If you're always yelling, I think it's you're obviously not going to get through to any child because that's not, it's not, there's not, they don't realize that any words are more important than others. At any rate, being true to yourself and your own word and doing things for yourself, saying you're going to do something for yourself and then doing something for yourself and following through with it is super important and i think that we as a society should come back around to my word is my bond and handshakes over um i mean i probably wouldn't do it anymore <laughs> i wouldn't do it myself because of how people are you got to have contracts for any, everything these days because people change their minds so often but i wish it was like it used to be that would be really cool i told you i'd be continually circling circling back to nutrition and one of the things i, I wanted to mention is that you can I like that's the problem with dieting is that people think like you can never have pizza again you can never have a cheeseburger again you can never have a glass of wine and that's it's just simply not true like that's not the way that's a diet like that's not gonna last that's not going to teach people how to make sustainable changes like and again that goes back to why people don't sign up for our programs because they feel like they're gonna have to change their life so drastically that they're not gonna have any any enjoyment left in their life like i can like some people really love their wine and i'm like okay well then have your wine right like it's not that big a deal you look at better quality wine that doesn't have sulfates in it maybe you have less wine or less frequent you have your wine less frequently but you could still have your wine you could still hang out with the girls and have wine night or bachelorette night whatever you do i don't know what it is but you could still have your wine and you can still see results sticking to a program it's just a common misconception to not to, to not stick to, or sorry, it's a common misconception to think that you can't have any of those little pleasures in life and still see results on a program. And if you're involved in a program where it says you can't have anything, you should get out. <laughs> I'm 100% serious. That program isn't going to last. You're not going to see results long term. Because those little things in life, sometimes it changes our mind. It changes our perspective. It changes our moods and emotions. Like often... The only thing getting you through that week, maybe getting you through that workouts, maybe getting you through meal prep is knowing that you can enjoy a glass of wine at the end of the week. And there's nothing wrong with it. That's not complete sabotage. It's the same thing when you look at cheeseburgers or wing night. Like, I'm not a big fan of cheeseburgers. We tell people, like we teach people or help them understand that your taste buds are going to change as you continue to implement better quality foods. So some people really don't like salads. And like, uh, it doesn't taste good, probably because of the dressing, of course, or what else is in it. But I'm not a rabbit, blah, I've heard it all. And the thing is, is that your taste buds will change if you give your if you give your palate a chance for that to happen. If you try it one time or if you try it once a month, I mean, obviously nothing's going to change. 
But if you try something, if you implement something and you keep implementing it slowly over time, like maybe it's once a month, then it's once a week, then it's a couple times a week, you're going, and then you change, like you add, you add a little bit more of what you enjoy. Like let's say, for example, looking at a salad, you add some black olives. I love black olives. You add a couple more black olives. I love artichokes. You could throw anything in a salad, which is incredible to me. Like there's salads can always be different. They can always, I'm not trying to talk you into having salads all the time either. I'm just giving you a perspective that your salads, like those bag salads from the grocery store, that's not a salad in my opinion. That's something that I wouldn't really want to eat. And often like if we go to a pub or whatever, we have some friends, hey, let's go grab a beer at a pub, that's fine. And you order a salad, that's the wrong place to order a salad. They don't specialize in salads. They don't know what they're doing with salads in most cases. Of course, there's some outliers out there, but that's the problem is if you go to a steakhouse and you order a salad, they specialize in steaks, not salads. So you're not going to be happy with the salad, right? So what I'm saying here is that your taste buds will change, but you can also have other things. Like you can have your ice cream cake. That's okay. We just talk about portion sizes, moderation. There's a lot of different things that we can talk about and discuss and teach and help you learn. But the whole basis of the program or or at least how we teach is to stop dieting, please. That's not going to work for you. And continue to make smaller adjustments to improve your diet and to improve your lifestyle. And as we make those small adjustments, you're hardly going to notice them. And I'm not even saying you're going to get to a place where you're never going to want ice cream cake or a glass of wine. All I'm saying is that when you're having, when you have a really good week, you're working out, you're seeing results, you're on track with a meal plan, and things are rocking and rolling. You're not going to completely sabotage yourself by having a glass of wine at the end of the week. That's ridiculous. And the problem is, is that a lot of these diets teach that. Or de- and I'm not talking about like just diets in particular. I'm talking about like a weekend detox or a week detox where you got to get everything out of your body or everything out of your system. I don't even like those detoxes because here's the thing is that those detoxes may help reset your system after a week. But if they don't teach you how to make those sustainable changes or how to make smaller lifestyle changes to improve your life long term, then you're going to fall back into the same patterns of being addicted to sugar, um, having low-quality, highly processed foods on a regular basis. And you're, once again, you're going to have low energy. You're going to have digestive, digestive issues. You're going to be miserable, not just physically, but emotionally. So I feel like those detoxes are just as bad as those yo-yo diets. And in fact, I'd throw it into the same category as if you continue to yo-yo diet, it's going to cause more damage on you long-term than we could possibly imagine. So that's pretty much all I have for you on that topic. And just to be clear is that you you don't have to diet. We teach and there's I'm sure there's many other companies out there that teach people how to see results without sabotaging themselves by having the things that you have that you want to have. And by all means, please stop dieting. That's not going to get you the long-term results you're looking for. Ultimately, everybody wants long-term results. Like who ever says I want to lose 10 pounds for my wedding and gain it all back the week after. No one. (laughs) No one says that ever. But the thing is, is that we often join these programs that pretty much guarantee that. Like if you're going to, we're going to deprive you of everything. We're going to dehydrate you. We're going to cut your carbs. We're going to put you on a soup diet detox and you're going to lose a bunch of weight. And then as soon as you start eating again, the floodgates are going to open. You are going to be starved. You're going to miss food so bad 
that we can guarantee you all that weight and more is going to be gained back probably a week after. Right? We all want sustainable results. We all want long-term results. We just don't think of it that way because we live in a quick-fix society. And I would suggest getting away from that quick set, like that, um, that mindset of quick-fix, short-term results because as quick as those results come, that's as quick as they're going to leave as soon as you're done on that program that doesn't offer those um, sustainability. If you know anyone that may be interested in this uh, show, I would so much appreciate if you would let them know. Most things happen more like word of mouth, viral word of mouth. That's it. Like we can do, we actually, we don't run any ads for, like sometimes we talk about our products, our website, our services, but like we don't run any specific ads to get exploring mind and body in front of more people. Like we don't run, like a lot of companies do that. Like those big, huge podcasts, like a lot of them, they run ads just like a Facebook ad for their product or service. Like we don't run any ads. So that means the best way that we could grow or maybe the only way we can grow at this point is for you to tell your friends like, hey, this is a really good show. You might want to check it out. We really appreciate that. That means the world to us. And um, that's what we have. This information is free. <laughs> so if you got anything out of this show at all and you know anyone that could benefit from yo could understand more about yo-yo dieting or that you can can see results and not sell or not sabotage your results without dieting please consider passing this show along we'd so much appreciate it that's it i'm out of here i'm wishing you all an inspiring and wonderful day that's it that's all i got i'm out of here as always i'm your host drew taddy in health and fitness for a better world thanks for listening You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.